welcome to Reviewing History, your movie history comedy podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, and I'm joined here by Stephen Badagliaco and Ankalati. Hi, guys. So, quick disclaimer, we are not experts on history, but we do know a fair amount of shit, and we're here to have a good time and talk about the history of some favorite movies. So uh, We're going to keep it light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all in good fun. Yeah. Yep. So, we're going to start off with a nice lighthearted uh, romp called Gladiator. <laughs> Second episode, and again, we're featuring an Australian stud. <laughs> <laughs> He really was a stud in this film. He was. It he's, was he's a hunk. Yeah. Uh, you're obviously talking about um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like my lips cleft. <laughs> <laughs> like your palates. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his brother was, this is all alleged, by the way, his brother was murdered by uh, John Frusciante of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Yeah. Wait, they say that's how River Phoenix died? River Phoenix died of a heroin overdose. And it's because uh, Jean Frusciante gave him the heroin. This is all allegedly. This was is a story like a, I heard. Was it like a bad batch, or did you just overdose? I think he had like been doing heroin, and he stopped. And then uh, he like was offered it, and he was like, nah, nah, I don't want it. I, I'm, I quit. He's like, okay, here's some Coke. But then it wasn't Coke. It was heroin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the old Pulp Fiction, huh? Yeah, yeah. Gave him the old Uma Thurman. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, the hunk you're referring to in this one is... Uh, Big Carl. None other than Russell Crowe. Oh, I always confuse yes. him with Colin Farrell. Yeah. Every time. Well, I, c- I can't get that They're straight. They're interchangeable, I would assume. Colin Farrell's Irish, right? He is yeah. Irish, yeah. yes. One thing about Russell Crowe's looks, I do have to note that I, after seeing this movie, got the, the gladiator uh, Russell Crowe haircut. Did you? As, as a child, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> it was kind of popular for a little bit in, like, the early uh, 2000s, like, around 99, 2000, when this came out, the 2001. Caesar. The Caesar, yeah. yes. It had a comeback. That. Yeah, I think I had it, too. But <laughs> From, you know, the first century B.C. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The thing is... Everything's like, cyclical, even if it's thousands and thousands <laughs> of years. He also had a very well uh, beard, like, well-trimmed and maintained beard. Yes. And I wonder, in, when you look back at history, was it that easy to maintain your beard around that time well shaving i would imagine it was quite difficult you know mirrors hard yeah. to come by yeah you have to look in some water, water i guess yeah. <laughs> so and now a word from our first sponsor dollar shave, if you want to shave <laughs> no no uh, no sponsors yet yeah the romans not known for the beards until later on and this movie mm-hmm. takes place you know kind of midway through the imperial period but they were all about being clean shaven anyway though no in, in the republican era and then beards kind of caught on like marcus aurelius well, we're talking was in the about it of the movie in the military because he was a general i'm just talking Romans in general. Yeah, they they were very big on keeping things short and clean. Like (laughs) the Gauls in Mm -hmm. in Gaul when when Caesar was conquering the Gauls, they actually um, denoted how civilized certain tribes within the Gallic uh, region were based on how long their hair was. Like Mm -hmm. if you you had the short hair Gauls and they were the ones that were like kind of closest to the Romans, and then the further north you went, the more barbarian they got, and they had long hair and mustaches and fucking wacky. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like the the reason why most military shave their head is because the Roman way of shaving their head, so your enemy doesn't grab your hair and, and stab you. 
That's is that that's like as good something. a theory as I've ever heard. I, I really oh. don't know. I, I could be I wrong. Wish I, did. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty but sure you, that's where it came from. There's it's, plenty of uh, instances of militaries debate. with long hair throughout time. You know, like look at the colonial period. Mm. Well, Everybody's got long hair. Your helmet doesn't fit as well when you have longer that too. hair. Yeah. That's true. That's, that too, that's yeah. true. It's going to be harder to see. But then Sweat again, the more. Vikings pulled it off, right? <laughs> that's true. They yeah. Did. How long? How, how big of an empire do they have? <laughs> Depends on the guy. Some of them did. <laughs> Harold Hadrada. All right, so you, you guys want to dive right into the, uh, yeah, the movie? Yeah, let's sure, talk sure. about Gladiator. Okay. Fan favorite. Everybody loves this movie. Yeah. yeah. So we... Well, on, before, before we just start talking about it, I just want to know everybody's kind of background with this. How, how, how do you feel about this movie, Brian? I saw this movie in probably year 2000 in theaters. When it came out. When it came out, and I have loved it. Ever My, since. Ever since. Mm-hmm. It is a... You've seen this a million times. It's a top 10 favorite. I haven't seen it in a very long time, mm-hmm. but it is always in my top 10, mm-hmm. perennially. I, I'm i a little different. Really? I saw it not when it came out, like on DVD years later, and I've only seen it like a handful of times, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that's I, It's great. It's, it's awesome, but it's just... It was never one of my favorites. Do you think it's because you're a little younger, and that's why you didn't see it at that right moment? I'm slightly younger than you. Well, that's what I mean. It's like two, three years. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it in theaters. So, yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I I had the DVD, and Mm. me and Brian would watch this legit all the time. Yeah. You guys are like time. Ralphie from The Sopranos. He watched it? I, he, did, oh, he was, he was obsessed with it. It yeah. was a huge plot point on he the show. Oh, really? yeah. Gladiator. <laughs> I wouldn't say we were completely obsessed, but I would definitely say that we loved it since day one. So I'm going to ask you guys something. This is a little embarrassing because I've never understood this joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. In Airplane. The, the movie Airplane. The movie this Airplane. Is a bit off topic. It, right. Not really. So oh, you like movies about gladiators. You like movies yeah. about gladiators. I don't get the joke. Because they're half-naked men. I think it's like a 70s gay porn reference. Is that's it, the only thing I could like, think of. Is, he's, he's trying to fuck the kid, right? Like, well, obviously, yeah, yeah. That's the whole... Yeah. I, I think if I had to guess, I mean, like I said, it's, it's an older movie. We weren't around for the, the punchlines around then. But when you think about the old Gladiator movies, there were a lot of half-naked men. Sure, look at Spartacus. Spartacus. Which has gay overtones in it. Which, we're, which I'm referencing, and I think it was a reference to that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I like I clams and oysters. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am Spartacus. They're all oiled and like. <laughs> all right, so. Like, I bet you are Spartacus. But we're not watching Spartacus today. We're watching Gladiator, a movie with zero homo- homoerotic no, overtones. This is very manly. No, this no, is no. just pure manly <laughs> man. We just, we just stick to incestuality there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the movie opens Busy and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not get too no, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. And we are in uh, 180 AD. Yes, in uh, Germania. Mm-hmm. Oh, great place. And we open with a kick-ass fucking battle. Yes, yeah. one of the best. Yeah, especially like of that era of like the early 2000s. Probably like, ever. Does it? Does it get better than that fucking opening scene? <laughs> no. People no, should maybe know when they're like conquered. Private Ryan. <laughs> Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. That's the only comparison. And f- funny thing about that battle is um, it's really cool seeing those catapults and mm-hmm. the archers and the, the ballistas. They wouldn't have had ballistas and catapults in that situation. No, those are siege They're weapons. They're siege weapons. Yeah. But you could argue maybe a, a little bit because it's towards the, the end of the battle for that area. So you might have had some siege weapons pushed past the walls, but usually they wouldn't have done that. This is kind of a transitional time for the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 
well, plain and simple, like this is the turning point when it goes from the Pax Romana to the fall. Mm -hmm. The fall is very long, obviously. It takes a couple hundred years. But, like, things are changing. And historically, the the movie is so not accurate at all, like, as far as what's going on politically in the movie. It's fake. It's it's not exactly. So one one thing that's funny about this is the movie had hired historians. Yeah. And then they all quit. They all quit. They walked out like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he, I mean... They they portray it as like Germany's being conquered, which yeah, is just yeah. not the case. Yeah. What 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 was going on as far as um, the Macromani Wars, which is what it is. It's the the war in Germany, Germania. Prior to this, there had been a war in Persia, and they had to remove a bunch of troops that they had stationed on the Rhine and the. Um, and the Danube frontier, and they pulled them out, and it weakened them a lot. And the Germans decided to take advantage of this. So that's when they started raiding and doing all kinds of shit. And it turned into a ten-year, like almost like fifteen-year quagmire for the Romans, where they're just trying to maintain German the border, just fighting yeah. insurgents, yeah. right? Were they like tribal at that point? Absolutely. The Germans, yeah, yes. they were just tribes. So. And the, the main, like the main thing the Romans did was not like conquer them until towards the end it was trying to divide and conquer them so you like pay mm-hmm. off one tribe to fight the other tribe and just cause havoc within their mm-hmm. ranks and this scene specifically though was so I, I can't imagine seeing it for the first time in theaters and how blown away you must have been it's such a tone setter too like yeah. like you're in for just a violent badass yeah. fucking movie the big music yeah the trumpets and fucking awesomeness <laughs> this was one of the earlier <laughs> earlier films I think at least that I saw in my life that uh, you would see sword violence at like sword and shield war like that where it's not like a, a quick thing it's it takes time and you don't die instantly and it's it's bloody and it's like there's screaming and there's a mean dog very good there's a dog that bites people <laughs> um, I, li- I love the guy that like it's right before they start fighting when he throws the head the German guy yeah, throws yeah, yeah. the head they kill the messenger yes they kill the messenger and then he goes yeah. <laughs> and you hear like this background ooh, noise ooh, which yeah. I've heard in like video games it's a sound yeah. effect of them just going yeah. <laughs> and then he goes like people should know when they're conquered yeah. would you Quintus would I what a line yeah, what a great. line it's great but they're not conquered because no. what, <laughs> what ends up happening after this battle, when Marcus Aurelius dies, skip spoiler alert, is Commodus immediately is like, I've had enough of this, it's cold here, I'm going home. So he <laughs> lets them just be. <laughs> also, we gotta talk about Russell Crowe's coat in the opening. Oh, oh he's got a big fur coat. It is a fantastic oh, coat. My yes. God, yeah. Looks like it's like made a lion. Did you guys watch oh, um, Rome yeah. on HBO? Yes, obviously. Which is the greatest show yeah. of all time. Yes. <laughs> That I think there's a there's a moment when um, Antony goes up north in like season two mm-hmm. when he has like the same coat mm. and it's great. Well, it's a pelt, right? Like maybe yeah, it's pelt, just like a wolf yeah. pelt. <laughs> yeah, the, the armor in this movie is really intricate. A lot of the the, the oh, higher level, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was referring to as well. It's very ornate and mm-hmm. like golden. Costumes it's very cool. Yeah. So obviously we get one of the big lines in the movie at this point. What we do in life echoes in your eternity, you know, and like oh, yeah. kind of uh, setting the tone for what is coming in the movie. Mm-hmm. Steve and I watched this together, and we, as we watched it, we were just pointing out like 
there's like so many great quotes in this. Yeah. Like every yeah. other line is like a fucking quote it, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think when you're playing around with like Marcus Aurelius shit, you're gonna yeah. get a bunch of good quotes, oh, right? That's what he's known for. Exactly. The, that's uh, the Meditations. Yes. Which was his big book that he wrote. It was, every, really, it was really like journals, and it, essentially it was. Um, like stoicism philosophy that he was mm -hmm. inventing at the time and it became like this great moment in, in, in not English but western literature and in pretty much what it is it's just like little quotations and reminders on how to live your life virtuously well everything this man says in this movie specifically is Shakespearean you mean English Bob yeah English Bob from Unforgiven <laughs> No? Rip Nobody off. saw Unforgiven? I haven't seen Unforgiven in a while. <laughs> yeah, right? He's the villain. He's the duck of death. Yes. <laughs> Richard Harris. He's yeah. also uh, Dumbledore, yeah. I believe. Yes. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He was Dumbledore. Oh. Yeah, uh, he died after the Harry Potter one. After the first Harry Potter, he passed away. I also have here, um, I never really think of Romans of having archers, really. That was not their strong suit. Did they have archers? Yeah, of yes. course they did. Yeah. They did. They were, especially in the, at this point, like, they, that's what I was, I was going to get to before. Like, the army is changing, and they're changing the tactics and how they have to fight stuff because they're, their uh, enemies are getting better. They've been fighting the Romans for so long that they're starting to fight like Romans. And you have people that have been in the legions that are now go back to their home tribes and fight Rome again. So they, they're, they adapt and they take tactics from their enemies. But you, like in the old days, like the Republican period, they were known for the pedalum, which was like the spear. Like you have a bunch of guys, they're like, it's like a javelin. Like okay. a bunch of guys run out and throw it and then run back, you know, and whip out the gladius. And, yeah. you, know. you have to watch out for Lamar and his limp-wristed throwing style. Yes. <laughs> it's very deadly when he has the, uh, the javelin. So there's a lot of slowdown in the fight. A yeah. A lot of slow-mo, you know, yeah. make things epic and slow. Mm -hmm. I think it's not completely cliche yet. Was this before Matrix? Matrix is first. Okay. Yeah. So Matrix, those Matrix two might change the game, right? They might yeah. have been being made at the same time, though. Mm -hmm. But it's not like every epic thing. You know, you just had tons of slowdown. It's not. It's not mm -hmm. totally cliche yet. There's a lot of that throughout the movie. Throughout there the whole is. thing. Yeah. It's very ninety-nine, well, two thousand. I mean, let's let, let's go back here for a second. Uh, I don't know if I would call it a slowdown. I think it's choppy. I think that it has some effects of echoing, like the, the image is echoing, almost like a trail. Yeah. But it's not slowed down. The volume is lowered. And there's playing slow music. Mm. They're not slowing the battle down. The battle's still going fast. Right. But the music is slow to make it feel like more time is passing. There's definitely some slow-mo shots, though. Uh, not as much as you would think. Well, the movie plays with, like, kind of ethereal stuff throughout it. Like, yeah, you get those yeah. images of him in, like, a field, and that's supposed to be yeah. paradise or heaven or something. Like, the slow-mo scene is that guy, the, the German guy swinging the mace. Oh, yeah. And he hits the shield. That's slow. Mm -hmm. But n the rest of it really isn't as slow as you would, we would imagine. Also, there's a line here which uh, connects to the three of us in a way. Oh, oh. oh. He, he says... Men it. shouldn't lay with other men. <laughs> <laughs> no, that definitely... Uh, at this table, we throw that out the window. <laughs> We're actually all on each other's laps right now. <laughs> We're using one microphone. <laughs> yes. So there's a line that says, you have proved thy valor. Did you guys catch that? Oh, my God. That's Biggie. That's our friend. Yes. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, catch that in the movie? No. So the, this is in the who battle? says that? 
Uh, Marcus Aurelius says that to uh, Russell Crowe. After the battle. And we use Maximus. that. Maximus. So, did we subconsciously use that, or did you do that on purpose? So, real quick, we have to give some background yeah. to people. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've been friends for a long time, and like we've made a bunch of short films together and stuff like this. And at the end of one of them, uh, Anthony encounters a king. Yes. And the king says to Anthony, he you said, have you pro- approved your valor. <laughs> and that's played by our friend Biggie. But yeah. what's did you did you steal that? Because you wrote it. I think he improv that because I don't think yeah, we were. I, think I, I don't <laughs> think we were having scripts back then. No, we no. didn't have scripts. We were just filming. We just yeah, had a we'd camera. Like, yeah. We'd be like, okay, so this happens in this scene yeah, and go. Go. Yeah. There was there was no real scripts or dialogue. Does, back no, no, then. no. He doesn't say in in the mo- our movie. He doesn't say you prove thy valor. He says prove thy valor. He's asking him to prove his he valor. He does it twice. It yes. Does, nobody cares about yeah. this, but just for just our, saying, just, yeah. just, just, just for accuracy. He says he says yeah. prove thyself worthy, and then after I prove myself worthy, he says you have proved your valor. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, so I was wrong. Okay. He says the he says the this direct the quote, quote. Wow. which I was watching it and it my jaw dropped. So like, who would have known that Biggie was a you know world class writer? Yeah, yeah. He, he loves Gladiator apparently. <laughs> who who did this? Who's the director? Uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Who does not fuck around? I love Ridley Scott. You love yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah. One, one of the one best. Last, yeah. The last duel. Yes, which was fucking awesome. I loved it. You did. Yes. It's been getting mixed reviews. I haven't seen it. You're going to love it. Okay. I'm, I believe I, you. I know what you like. You're going to like mm-hmm. Last Duel. There's okay. reasons why people don't like it, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that when we end up watching it. We will it be watching that at some yeah. point. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So at this scene now in the movie, we're at the part where the battle's over. Battle's over. War's over. And now Comicus is coming to see his father. Comicus? Comicus? Comicus. He's the state of comedian. What's the deal with Praetorian helmets? You can't see. (laughs) And all the soldiers are forced to laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Why are they giving us peanuts when we're on the front lines? The shells, they get in our sandals. (laughs) Well, he's going to see his father with his his sister. I love the idea of, like, stand-up comedian, like, like emperor, gladiator. I like the idea of Michael Richards getting in on it. <laughs> Don't let him see uh, Digimon Hunsu. <laughs> Big Laugh Factory sign on the battlefield. Yes. <laughs> well, he never would have said what he said in uh, Germania. It's a Numidian! It's a Numidian, Jerry! <laughs> So if you don't know, look up uh, Michael Richards' Laugh Factory for his uh, oh his famous god. meltdown quote. Oh my god! I'm, we won't have to cut that. No, I think we could. We didn't say it, you know. We're good, right? No one's losing their jobs. Oh, anyway. Anyway, um, Commodus. They said that they were on the road for two weeks. Yes. Is that like? I, I don't know if that's sure. accurate. I mean, they're coming from Rome. They're going to Germania. They're walking. It's about a two. Well, <laughs> I, I guess walking. Yeah, yeah. horse. They're, they're being horse carried by people. You know, they got their. They have a litter. It's a carriage. They didn't have a litter. They it's had a carriage. carriage. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. The Romans weren't big on litters. I don't think. Maybe around town, like like if you're uh, if you're just going to the forum for the day and you're a, a aristocrat, you'll you'll have your litter of guys, your slaves. Well, well we see uh, Lucille. I think her name is. She's on one later. Lucilla. Lucilla. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So one thing I do like in this movie is they show uh, Commodus training at one point, and he is actually a capable warrior. Well, uh, that is completely accurate. Yes. Um, uh, Commodus, 
uh, was big on the games and he would fight people like but they were fixed matches like he'd mm-hmm. have his opponent have his heel sliced like his Achilles tendon or fucking they'd stab the guy beforehand or he's fighting like midgets or sick people or people like there was a big thing at this time the Antonine Plague which is very briefly referenced in the movie mm-hmm. massive massive plague that ended was a big part of the fall of the empire as far as depopulation they think it's smallpox now but that had come in from the east when they were fighting the Persians. Uh, I thought it came from pangolins, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bat. It was yeah. a bat. It was a, the the, the, uh, the osteo wet market. <laughs> so so what? So one thing with um, so so one thing with uh, Commodus too is apparently the people that were chosen to lose to him were very happy about it because it basically meant they were going to be freed and spared and getting the cuts from Commodus was like kind of like if he didn't kill you it was seen as like a good thing for you and you were basically given your freedom like you served a purpose it was like him. a badge of honor yes however he also would do cruel things right Apparently, don't don't get it twisted like he's doing de- demented shit yeah and he's killing a lot of people you, you heard about the one with all the uh, handicapped people yeah. He had, at one point, he had them bring in, like, 300 handicapped people into the, <laughs> like, into the Coliseum with him, and he was just fucking murdering them all. Yeah. Yeah, like like wow. cripples, people with mental problems, and just executing mm-hmm. them. Jeez. So he's he's actually worse in real life than in the yes, movie. Yes, the movie downplays how nuts he is. Yeah. And he's right. also vicious in the movie. Yeah. So. yeah. And you know another funny thing? I didn't think of it till you said it. But there's a world leader today who does something similar to this. Who? So Commodus wants to be like the modern athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Which are gladiators. They're like rock stars. Sure. People love them. No, they that's fans. not true. That's I, not true. I heard that, they, that some of them did have fans. Yeah, they had yeah. fans and, and stuff. But as far as the social ladder goes, like, gladiators are lower than slaves. Like, to, to see the emperor go down and fight in the gladiatorial arena is like would be like watching the president of the United States like, play in, hockey in a crack den. Oh, you know? okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so, crack. Yeah, but Vladimir Putin, I don't know if you've ever seen him play hockey in the KHL, Does which he? is the biggest Russian league in the world. That's the, the KHL is the Continental Hockey League. He goes and plays with the He plays every year in the All-Star game. Wow! No and, way! Yeah, and like he, for real? For real, he plays. However, it is so clear that the players are not playing yeah, for real. They're not checking, and they him. just like they let him score at will, like every shot, and like it's on the paper the next day, like <laughs> like Russian glorious pro- leader has won again. It, exactly, it's like <laughs> well. it's like he scores like ten goals in a game, and like they're all like good job, and like he's like beating like guys that have been in the NHL, and like you could see footage of it, and the guys are just like standing there, and he's skating around them. Oh, Vlad! Yeah, it's very like. He has to know, obviously, though. Like, like he's not like a dumb guy. He knows no, they're he they're knows. messing around. Of course, and, he knows. You know, like, not like Kim Jong Il when he was doing psychic uh, yeah. shit with the soccer players. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, he was willing that victory right. with his mom. The, the World yeah. Cup what was that like two thousand eight? Yeah. He he was telling everyone that he had psychically influenced the outcome, and. But according to the people of Korea, he, they won every match. So <laughs> they won. They won gold, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are we? We're yeah. still talking about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, so Joachim is a capable warrior. And I like that they show his training sequence of him mm-hmm. like fighting a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a uh, cool touch, but not in battle. 
It's all gladiator. It's training shit. stuff. No, but he would never. You would never find him like in a war. Yeah. No. You know, he's not that guy. He's all about being in the arenas. He's a showman. You know, that was a real quick moment in the movie. Like, I just. I like it's a moment that doesn't need to be there, but it does establish something about his character. Mm -hmm. And that is that he is capable. Right. He's not a complete joke. You know what I mean? Right. Like his emotional problems are honestly what in this movie do him in. A lesser movie would have had him be be like a sniveling guy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then your threat is, you know, you know once, look, and you know anyway once Crow gets his hands on him because they built built Maximus up to be God. You know it's a curtains for him. Sometimes the cold makes the blade stick. (laughs) So then we get this uh, scene where um, Marcus Aurelius decides that this is the most insane historically thing in the movie he wants to return Rome to being a republic which is just crazy talk like at this point no no one has no one alive remembers the republic it's been dead for over a century at this yeah. point oh, a century and a half yeah I don't know where where they where they came up with this idea I guess to appeal to American audiences because we automatically just like oh monarchy Republic empires <laughs> those are bad we're, we're, <laughs> we're predisposed to hate that yeah I yeah. guess so it's like we hate monarchies we hate one single ruler mm-hmm. it's it's like it's against the American way but I did see online that some people said that there was a similar thing where there was this dude um Cincinnatus. Well, this is long before. Yes, but things like this have happened where, like, random people would be in charge, they'd restore a certain thing, and Mm -hmm. then they would not serve. What that is is the Romans had a system in place during the Republican period of having emergency dictator powers. So, like, Mm -hmm. if, let's say, Hannibal is at the gates and you need to remove the bureaucracy and get shit done quickly, what they do is elect a dictator who is the government for all intents and purposes for a short period of time. Do you remember the... he gives them, he gives the powers back after the crisis has been averted. It happened one time to this chancellor. He was um, horribly disfigured in this attack Mm. by his uh, police force (laughs) (laughs) and he had to uh, get voted and uh, they gave him unlimited power. I love democracy. (laughs) (laughs) Unlimited power. Power of liberty. (laughs) The attack on my life by the Jedi <laughs> has left me horribly deformed. Oh, Palpatine. Uh, so anyway, Marcus Aurelius goes to Maximus and he's like, my son's a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to lead. Right. And historically, like when people talk about Marcus Aurelius and his one fatal flaw is his love for Commodus. Yeah. So it's, it's completely the opposite of reality. And Maximus goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why he must do it. That's why yeah. it must be you. <laughs> He's Washington. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Washington, when Washington was, uh, you know, coming up in the world, they called him the American Cincinnatus. That was... Yes, I know. That's his nickname. Right. So it makes sense that that's what they did in this film, then. It, it really ties into a little bit of your American history there. Yeah, I think that was completely done just for, for the for benefit us. of modern audiences, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to sell tickets, and you want people to like the movie, and mm-hmm. you're appealing. So, obviously, Maximus... Uh, he ends up kind of accepting, I guess. It's not really clear, right? Well, he's going to do it. We all know he's going to do yeah. it. Well, he says to his follower that they might not be going home just yet, 
which means he's right. considering it. He never they never say that he's going to do it until he finds out the next scene, which is Marcus. Marcus Aurelius is strangled to death. Well, and this is kind of um, somewhat accurate because there is some, like, people do suspect that he may have been poisoned by Commodus in a play for power. That is, a, yeah. That's no, a rumor. Obviously, nobody knows for you, sure. Mm-hmm. We'll never know, but we do right. know he died. Um, and I do want to give a little uh, film school note here. I'm going to mm. call this uh, Film School 101. So when Commodus comes... <laughs> yeah. When Commodus comes into the room, we see what's called split-level lighting on him, right? So anytime you're watching a movie, you can look for this, and it's a good tip-off of something. So split-level lighting is picture um, picture a person's face, right? Half their face will be in shadow, and you'll see half the face regular. It's called split-level lighting. It's a common thing. It's a common mm-hmm. thing. But when it's done, it's typically to show a duplicitous character or a conflicted mm-hmm. character, something like that. Subconsciously, and your mind automatically equates them with you half in the dark, it. half in sinisterness. It's, yeah. like, it's like if I'm peering out at you from somewhere and you only see my eyes, it mm-hmm. projects a certain thing. Right. Now, you know? which scene that he's walking in and he's talking about, is this the scene when he speaks to Maximus or is this the scene where he speaks to Marcus Aurelius? He's, Commodus is talking to um, Marcus Aurelius. Marcus. However, they do it okay. to him throughout the whole movie. Right, right. It's That's like an old Star Trek when they would light up the woman's eyes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Morticia Adams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anytime you are, um, you're watching a movie and you see half a character's face in shadow, there's a good shot that they're going to end up being evil or they're conflicted about something. Or at least they want you to think they are. Exactly. It could yeah. be a misdirect. In this case, it's so early in the movie that it's like... Mm-hmm. Have I missed this? Have I missed the battle? <laughs> <laughs> you missed the war. <laughs> Um, Honor Maximus. <laughs> so, Commodus kills uh, Marcus Aurelius. Yes. Uh, but they have a great scene where they they talk about love and how he felt like he was uh, a disappointment to his father. Well, his father Which, hands him the, was it, four virtues? Yes. And none of the virtues he's that he has are on the list. So right. that's when he's like, I know you never wanted me as a son, mm-hmm. which, you know... This is true. It makes sense. This is like all from what we know about the period. uh, Marcus knew his son was a fuck up Mm -hmm. and he was a partier and that's all he was into. And he wasn't ready to rule. But he loved him and he was hoping that he'd just kind of grow out of it. He's much older in this than he should be. Like the real guy was 19 when he became emperor. And if you look at Roman history, any time there's a young guy under, like, 26, goes 27, <laughs> it's a bad emperor. Yeah. You need a grown-up to have that much power, you know? Um, but wasn't Cleopatra, like, 16? Uh, and, like, she was definitely 16, young. 17 years old, and she actually did good. She did. Uh, I mean, her, her reign ended with Egypt being a colony. She did yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question. If you're 19 and you become emperor, yeah. what are, uh, like, what's your decree, Anthony? Uh, chip and soda party. <laughs> uh, we jump on all the beds. Um, we lock the parents in the basement and make sure they don't get divorced. Um, <laughs> oh, so it's just... It's uh, a 90s kids movie. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> 19 Brian, like 19-year-old Brian, if I'm emperor, it would have been... 
like I would have been one of these dudes getting their heads lopped off. Like I was not oh, mature yeah. enough. It'd mm-hmm. be like like everyone just has to watch movies all the time. If you don't <laughs> if you don't you get your head cut off and shit. <laughs> and like I would be like Putin where my sports teams are winning like a hundred to nothing because everyone's in fear. Like the devils are like perennial champs, the Jets win every year. I'd be loving it until I get my head cut off. But And that's what he did. Like he made all the senators and like aristocrats in Rome go to watch him every time he would go in the in the Colosseum and fight people. Like it's mandatory. If you don't show up, he kills you. To- <laughs> totally would have been me at nineteen. Right. Like I'm that much of an asshole. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Nineteen year old Steve. I don't think it would have been much different than now. Nineteen year old me. You were you had the oh, emotional he's so level headed. He's so I was cool. I was level headed. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, 19, I'm nineteen, Steve. Steve, I'm, just, I'm nice. It would have been dark. It would have been dark. It would have been dark. Everyone just would have had to wear cloaks and be brooding. You know, I, 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 so, so if I had to go like a crazy route, today's Iron Maiden day. Everybody listens to Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, day. it would have been some stupid. <laughs> it's my dying like, bride it's tolerable. Monday. <laughs> it's tolerable, but like nobody really wants to do it. Now I'm not gonna get my head chopped off, but nobody's gonna really like me. You know, like, and I'm okay with that. Because I'm not getting my head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Commodus kills Marcus Aurelius. Yes, and they have a great scene. I love this scene when Maximus comes back and he demands loyalty from him. Yes, and he just kind of looks at him because walking out of that room, you know, if he is allowed to live, Maximus is allowed to get away right now. It's civil war. Like there's yeah. going to be a faction with Commodus. There's going to be a faction with, with Maximus, and they're going to have to fight. You know? And as Maximus says, his men are loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And that will come into play later in the movie. Yes. Um, but he flees. Well, he, they, Commodus immediately tries to arrest him. And it's, you know. Doesn't people, try. He succeeds. Right. People, people <laughs> have to pick sides. And Quintus, that piece of shit, fucking betrays him. And now let's talk about the, the Quintus situation, right? Yeah. If you're Quintus, are you going to let the general go back to the army and cause a massive civil war which could have serious implications of thousands upon thousands of people dying or do you stick with the crazy emperor like he did and just say listen it's one guy that we just got to kill it's going to be shit for a little while but at least thousands of people are not going to die you have to put yourself, I think he it, picked the right choice yeah you have to put yourself in issues they don't know he's going to be crazy right they you know and they've dealt with crazy before they can put up with a certain degree of shitty emperor he also probably was promised some kind of payout and we know this because he becomes the praetorian guard captain immediately after that so yeah i mean it makes sense that he would become the guard captain considering he was right under the general right so he was the next in line anyway well the 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 cap the the praetorian guy is the head of the emperor's bodyguard like okay that's what that is praetorian guards also had rivalries with um generals i i heard like sure they didn't like legionnaires typically right because they're Mm -hmm. like seen as above them Mm-hmm. They have the emperor's ear. They're his go-to guys. Mm. Um, and the emperor obviously can deliver anything. So though mm. that's a good spot to be in. That's a powerful position. Uh, so they capture Russell Crowe. He has a nice throw with a sword. This is a silly part. Silly. This is so silly. Yes. He that throw- ain't going through anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to hit off the guys. Like, Did somebody just throw a sword at me? <laughs> Swords work better it when they have through, some force behind them. It went through two pieces, two plates of armor, <laughs> like leather, uh, his bo- like bone, muscle. It went through all of it. 
probably sinew say from, sinew from what sinew bone and sinew um, <laughs> probably from what 20 feet away yeah it's just, that flying. Thing, it's just flying through the air <laughs> it's just that's like one of the one of the two silly parts of the movie wait that. so it wasn't his hands tied did he have handcuffs or something on no he he <laughs> he takes them off sometimes the blade sticks because he killed he kills the two guys so we have to actually say that first sometimes the blade stick yeah first off no <laughs> he can't pull it out. He can't pull out a sword. <laughs> Frost or not, it ain't. It's not. It's not frozen it's not solid. Free, free. Yeah. <laughs> Where are, they're not in Antarctica. They're, like, they're not. It's in, a cold day. It's cold day in Germany. <laughs> it's not that cold. It's not below zero. Like, it's, not, it's just not. So like, there's this. This whole scene was a little uh, movie magicy. So you don't. So you don't think it's possible to throw a sword through someone? I mean, maybe. Not what if it's like away. Tom Brady? No. You know, Tom Brady could do it. No. He can, do, he can anything. do anything. Exactly. He can, he's, the, he's the goat. He's the goat. Yes. <laughs> Come on. You guys don't think you could throw a sword through someone? Maybe if you, <laughs> if you were throwing it at close range like a spear. Like, you'd have to hold it in at, on yeah, the blade. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to cut your hand to do it. These right? are the, the people who are escorting him. Are are they are they Praetorian Guard or are they just soldiers? Do we know this? I think they're I think just they're soldiers. Are you, oh, they're soldiers? Yeah. So the average soldier there was pretty... Well armed and well suited for Knows taking kill. blows. Yeah, like their armor was actually—I'm pretty sure it was like a form of steel or, or it's leather, right? it's iron, it's it's a couple. Yeah, it's probably things. a little bit of steel. Even if it's leather, it's not going through leather. Right. It ain't going through. <laughs> it's just not. I yeah, it's I, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. But I guess you just have to accept it in right. the terms of the movie for right. entertainment. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it just shows how badass. There's Maximus a couple of is. moments like that throughout. There's like, there's a guy with a fucking no. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. No, no, we got to talk about that. We'll get to it. Because I did some research on that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because we were talking when Steve we were and I talking watched, about we were it, talking yeah. about that particular <laughs> thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously he sees his wife and son dead. Well, hold on. What is this time warp? It's so weird. Like he, he had. This is a ride all the way to Spain. From Germania. Okay, so I have a question about Spain. Okay. And this is very Jerry Seinfeld. I'm going to ask it, but I don't mean it that way. What's the deal with Spain? (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with Spain? Spain is a Roman (laughs) province which was conquered during the Republican period many, many years earlier. So it's it's Romans living in Spain. Okay. So it's basically like saying you're a Spaniard is like New Yorker. Like if he was in like Tim's in a Yankee hat. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or in this case, I would think it's probably like Rome is New York and he's like from Jersey or something. You know what I mean. But yeah. he they're calling him by his province. Mm, yeah. His province. Spaniard. Spaniard. Yes. Spaniard. Uh yeah, he rides all the way to Spain and I'm guessing it's southern Spain because when he, he right, he sees his family and they've been hung. Uh, he goes to the desert. He gets to, yeah, there's a desert. Yeah. He has a snot cry. There's like a weird plateau. Yeah. And I guess this is France? This is what France looks like? I guess. <laughs> I don't think there's a part of France like that, to be completely <laughs> honest. But if we think about where th- that location is uh, to Germany, he might have just went straight south and uh, then west yeah. instead of cutting across diagonally. It's it's like the sword throw. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Throw. It's doesn't a matter. wacky yeah. little warp. We got to kill yeah. the... It's the John Wick mm-hmm. thing. We got to get. We got to kill something right. so he has yeah. a reason for it. I mean, revenge. it looked like and he the, was in Utah. The assassins beat him there. Yeah. By just minutes, it looks like. Well, no, because the assassins are being sent from the Empire. They're not being sent from from where they are. Because the assassins are the Praetorians. Keep in mind, word has to travel. So, I don't know. They beat Uh, them. Whatever. Carrier carrier pigeons. This is also a lot (laughs) of... Carrier pigeons. This is a lot of effort to go through for Commodus. Like, you kill him. 
You really don't gotta worry you about the worry life. About his wife you have kid. to kill. Yeah. You have to kill his son. Why? Do you know? Um, uh, somebody was interviewed from World War II, a German soldier, saying, "Why'd you kill the kids?" And the way they put it was, "Well, we they killed don't their fight back. No, we killed their parents." These kids are going to grow up to have grudges against us. So mm -hmm. we have to kill the kids to protect us. And that's how they rationale. I it. guess if you're an imperial usurper. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess. You so imagine this kid grows up and then starts to gain clout Excuse within me. the military that he's the general's son. He's going to lead us. Mm. You have to squash yeah, that. Yeah, it worked for Octavian. You have to that squash it. That name is yeah. a powerful thing. Uh -huh. So then he he's like laying on the ground. And then he wakes up and he's in Africa. He's in Zuka Bazaar. Is that it? <laughs> I, didn't, Had he, I didn't no, write he, it down. I don't <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, it's like Morocco. He was captured on his burnt land right. by slavers. I don't know where they're from, but yeah, he went to basically He wakes up in Africa. Yeah. We're, we're in like Morocco. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember when we were watching it, I looked it up. Could it have yeah, been closer it's to... Modern, it's in Algeria. Yeah, it's modern-day okay. Algeria, yeah. Morocco, okay. that area. Yep. It's North Africa, I which just, is also part of the empire yeah. for anybody who doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And um, we see a bunch of exotic animals, including giraffes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I'll tell you a quick story about giraffes. Uh, me and my wife, we went to the zoo, <laughs> and we were... I never touched like the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to insult your yeah, wife. Just, I'm making a rocky reference. Sorry. <laughs> so, so a rock. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so we went to the zoo and we see these two giraffes. Were they queer giraffes? Like in, the, <laughs> in Gladiator? Wait, the the giraffes were queer. Yeah, they sold yeah. them queer giraffes. They sold them queer giraffes. <laughs> Proximo's really angry because the giraffes won't mate, and he's like, "You sold me queer giraffes. I want my money back." <laughs> so they may have been. It was very weird. So we saw the giraffes, and they're, like, drinking and stuff. And then one giraffe starts pissing, and the other giraffe dips his head no. down and starts lapping up the piss as it's coming out. Did you and get it? Was... Were these German giraffes? <laughs> yeah. How, how erect did you get? We got thrown out of the zoo because I tried to join in. You sold me S&M giraffes. I want more. Give me two more. So... So it was we. I, every time I see giraffes now, I have this image of the giraffe pissing in another giraffe's face, and it's really disturbing. Wow. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Uh, what do you What do you life. like better, piss giraffes or like when gorillas throw shit at each other? I'm a fan of the shit throwing. It's more of a classic. Yeah. Uh, you know the piss pissing in another animal's face. Not something you see all the time. I like that though. <laughs> and I like the novelty. <laughs> I like your classics. You know. Mm, gotta stick with the classic. Yeah. So yeah, so now he's under Proximo, right? He gets yeah. sold to Proximo. Who Proximo is like one of the best characters. He's in this awesome. Movie. He's, so he's just so cool. He's so good. Apparently, the original he was supposed to fight Proximo mm -hmm. in the arena at one point before Oliver Reed died. Yeah. yeah. Which I gotta say, I don't like that as much as what would have happened. You prefer it the way when it played out. Yes. It played out way better. Yeah, I don't yeah. think him fighting. Proximo would have been as impactful I as what happened. I think we were probably supposed to see Proximo as more as a, of a mentor than he actually comes off in the movie, mm -hmm. and it would have it would have been yeah. like this emotional thing. Right, he has to fight his mentor. You think, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it would have been like Proximo being like, "Kill me," you know. Right, like, this you is your freedom. Yes, and he like there's no learning period for Maximus. He comes into it already the best. Well, he's a general. 
Right. Well, it's fine na- uh, narratively, but yeah. I but I think we're supposed to like. I think the relationship that the movie's trying to sell us and it fails completely is that Proximo is teaching him. No, 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 no. Proximo is teaching him showmanship. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. teaching him how Maybe, to yeah. be a, gla- a good gladiator. He know he says he know I know you could fight and kill, but that doesn't mean like that's not gonna make you the best. Yes. Right. It's like it's like if you're a boxer and you knock everyone out in ten seconds, you're not gonna make as much money right. as a boxer that could, and you're silent. You're not gonna make as much money as a boxer that can talk trash and then knock then someone out nine, you know what eight, i mean nine rounds that's and, a good yeah. point like he's put it's putting on the show mm-hmm. and we see that when he does you know later proximo of course we find out as a former gladiator who has been freed by mm-hmm. marcus yes. aurelius and that was a real thi- a real thing gladiators would get those um sure swords. yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. rubius and uh, i think there's a comment real quick right around this time in the movie where proximo points out that aurelius had canceled the gladiatorial battles. Yeah, yeah. He he said that Marcus Aurelius sent them to destitute, basically. The mm-hmm. reason why they're in this province, like being poor, is because of him. So you could assume that he at le- he either canceled the games right. or slowed them down in some way. They don't regard. go into it, but in like there is a little bit of a tidbit of, of reality to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had ended the games permanently in uh, this town in Syria. Because a rebellion had started there during his reign. So it was like a punishment. He stopped the games. What a punishment. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to murder each other anymore. Well, that's the main entertainment. It's like canceling the NFL. Yeah, I guess so. Canceling baseball, you know, especially. But then again, I don't think so. I think it's more like canceling bum fights. Because <laughs> realistically, you said it like it's the equivalent of the emperor going into a crack den. Yes, but, you know what I mean. But it's the main form of entertainment. Yeah, right. It's okay. like if you cancel baseball in the 1930s, it's like that's yeah. all there is. Like right. Rome is gladiators, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and gladiators yeah. are Rome. He knows the sounds of the Colosseum. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you bring them death. So we get a, a, a cool blood transition where it's like the blood transitions into something else. We meet the black guy. Yes, mm-hmm. which I can't remember that character's name. He's um he's in a couple of movies right around this Digimon time. Digimon Hunsu. He's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Did you ever mm-hmm. see the Four Feathers? With um, to see Proximo smack his which ass. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to bring up in the next <laughs> show we do, The Four Feathers, where he's uh he's in that too, with uh what's his name, the the Joker, Heath Ledger. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Never seen it. Uh, Digimon Hansu's character's name is Juba. 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 Yes. Yeah. But Digimon Hansu is a great, great actor, mm-hmm. and he's one of those guys. Every time he shows up, you're like, "Oh, it's that guy," and yeah. you're happy to see him. Yeah. But he's never is given a bad performance. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's great in everything. And and there's a couple of like new characters here. We got the big guy. Yes. Who's mm-hmm. I, I don't know his he name. He looks like Chris DiStefano, the uh, stand-up comedian, if you've ever bit. seen him, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Uh, he looks like him. We get it's Hocken. Hocken is the German guy. Okay. Is he German? He's, he's German, yeah. Okay. He says, you won many battles in Germania? And was, yes, in many places. He's, it sounds like Romania, but he's saying Germania. Uh-huh. But it's Hocken, yeah. Ha- Hagen. 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 Last name, Das. das. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, the inventor of ice cream. <laughs> 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 okay, so we get those guys. We're introduced to them. We get our first uh, gladiator fight. Mm-hmm. The wall spikes are fucking awesome. Well, hold on, before the fight, you got to remember they're doing red and yellow. They're painting, oh yeah, they're Beaver painting this red and yellow uh, <laughs> circles on each gladiator, okay. or at least soon to be gladiator. And uh, if they could fight, they get red. If they can't fight, they get yellow, meaning they're marked for death. So when they're paired up, it's red and yellow, a good guy and a bad guy, so that the good guy is kind of struggling to be good, oh. right? 
Maximus doesn't fight and gets marked yellow and gets paired with a red guy, Juba, because now it's two good fighters together, and that's how they win. Otherwise, he would have been with a bad guy and would have got killed. He would have been dead. So he, Maximus knew he could fight and knew that he's really good at it, and he's like, all right, I'll get paired up with someone who could fight. So he, he outsmarted Proximo's system. system. That's a great character moment, and I mm-hmm. didn't pick up on it. I never caught yep. that before. Beaver, when we were watching, I, I had to tell him. I'm yeah. sorry I keep calling you Beaver. It's fine. You're I had to tell here. him. You can call him Beaver. You can call me anything you want. <laughs> so, I want my name to be Frank Jones. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, me, Steve, and Anthony are good friends. Me and Steve have been friends our entire lives. Since we were three years old. And his nickname is Beaver. Yeah. So that's how he's introduced to people. Yeah, yeah he, when we were watching the movie, pointed that out. I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> that is is a great detail, it shows and that I he's never a really, really good mm-hmm. tactician, mm-hmm. which uh, which comes to play later in the Coliseum. Right. So we get these uh, these fights, yeah. which are pretty fucking cool. Provincial Badass. fights, Badass. Yep. We get the "Are oh, you oh. not entertained?" line, which is probably the most famous line. The, in the first movie, right? gladiator fight is the closest to what real gladiator fights was. Just a pit. It's a pit with spikes. Uh, maybe not the spikes, but <laughs> they do spikes. all those all those characters. The guy with the helmet, the the shield, and the trident was real. The big yeah, guy with the helmet was real. Like, all those guys were real. Anytime you get good. a Gladiator movie, doesn't matter when it was made, at some point you're going to get the trident and net guy. That's what they gave you. <laughs> they gave you that. You're nimble, but you yes. can you can <laughs> throw a net on so Because it was real. It was real. That big helmet guy that gets, um, he gets killed by, by Maximus and the other guy with the big mallet. That helmet mm. is actually what they were what they would wear. Yeah. It's, it's in a museum. So. so fighting with the bulkhead has to be hard too. No peripherals. All these helmets yeah. have no peripheral vision. <laughs> like, and I feel All like you they, don't, do a circle. they don't. Pr- they don't protect you much. It can't be no. that great to no. wear. It's I mean, probably for that reason too, where it makes it harder. Its purpose is to stop a blow. You know, it's yeah. not supposed to. Yeah, but but the rest of their body's naked. Did you uh, <laughs> Did you so? see the movie by uh, Roman Will Smith about the uh, uh, what's it called? The concussion. Roman Will Smith. The yeah, the concussions that they got in the uh, gladiator pits, where they tried to sue the uh, the gladiator uh, FL, the GFL. I assume you're making a reference to something. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, this bombed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, we can cut this. I'm yeah. going to leave don't it in. It. I'm leaving don't this in. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Will Smith. Do you want to just, just stand silence and look at him yeah. for a second? <laughs> I, I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on. So, w- real quick, Will Smith has a movie about concussion where uh, it's like the okay. concussions football players got and he sues the NFL. Uh, I was making a joke, you did but it, you it, did a, it, it you went in depth. It wasn't picked up on. Will Smithicus. Yes. Will Smith. yeah. How's your shoulder That's feel from that said. reach? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously, what's your thoughts on the Are You Not Entertained scene? That's awesome. He's Fantastic. just pissed it's off. He's killing great. dudes Fantastic. and yelling at, at crowd. Do you yeah. think he doesn't like the gladiator system? Like, he's, like, disgusted about it in a no. way? Because why would he be? That's This is the culture he's lived in his entire life. It's not like he's better than it. Okay. You know? No, this isn't the culture. He's just like, life. are you're you not wrong. entertained that I did this? You're, you're actually completely wrong with that, yeah. Proximo, okay. spe- Proximo specifically, no, not Proximo, Marcus Aurelius specifically says, like, like in the tent, if you remember, Maximus is saying, like, he's like, what are you fighting for? And Maximus is like, I've seen the march of the world, it's dark, Rome is the light. And he goes, you've never been there. Maximus has never been near Rome. He's but, not, he, and he, hasn't even, he doesn't even live in a province, he lives the, on his own farm. It's the empire. It's the culture of the He's empire. He's never been there. Dude, the gladiators are everywhere. He knows they about it. Way, they are an integral part of their society. He, he knows about it. It doesn't seem like he was part of that world. It doesn't. It, then that's a silly 
you know yeah, thing silly, to have but, in the movie. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, back to his qu- his question, I don't. I think he did show a level of disgust. He spit on the floor of the Coliseum. What are you disgusted about if you're going to spit on the floor of the Coliseum? He's disgusted that he's there. Because he's disgusting that he has to kill him. The fact that he's a gladiator. That would be a low status. The man's a general. You know, he's the upper echelon of society, and now he's been brought this way. It's like a president showing up and doing WWE. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he keeps it. But he, he, if that's the case, why didn't he use it and say, look, I'm part of the Legion. Look at my tattoo. But instead, he cuts off the Legion tattoo. And then he said, he's like, are you not entertained? He killed eight people in a row or something like mm-hmm. that. He's like, are you not entertained? He throws a sword at the people. He's disgusted by the Gladiator games. Uh, I think that's a fair reading. Because think about it. Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. It. Marcus Aurelius personally was this, not a fan of the game. Marcus Aurelius in this world canceled the games. Maximus does a good chance grew up without games. Mm. Got no games. Got no games. <laughs> I, I, got, I have a problem with that. I'm, I'm giving just, you. I'm giving you the world that they're in. The world that the movie. The creates. world that the movie creates. There's a good chance Maximus did not take place in watching these events at all. He might have been aware about them. I but guess that's one way to read it. I, I personally would not. Okay. So anyway, uh, the next scene we get is Commodus uh, making a big entrance, and the man certainly knows how to make an entrance as he <laughs> enters Rome. Yeah. It's very like spectacular. Yeah, he's right? like giving himself a triumph. Oh. Yeah. They're uh, all they, wearing black garb. They talk about the plague <laughs> and how it's fucking shit up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Antonine Plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the Greek Quarter, if I remember correctly. Yes, Greek. exactly. <laughs> and then he wants to fuck his sister so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever seen someone jones for their sister this hard in a movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Lucilla, real Lucilla. Real Lucilla? Well, hold on. I want to talk about sister fucking first. Okay. Because uh, I mean, it goes Steve, hand in hand. I you guess. have three sisters. So and, how did you how resist? How many have you had sex? How did you resist and, the urge? And you have one sister. <laughs> I didn't. I never resisted the urge. Oh, you, you just gave in. You gave in. My sister has um, a child, and everyone says it looks like me. So oh, let that be oh, your hint. Wow. Our friendship changed at this moment. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is this is like every when you go to the porn. Hub uh, homepage. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the most popular thing. <laughs> it's always step siblings. Yeah, step, si- step siblings. Uh, uh, are are, is, are there that many like hot step siblings running around that people are like? I gotta get this urge yeah, out. Look, we all know that stepsister just means real sister. Like that's the fantasy step that they're going no, for. Please. Why? I'm stuck. Why are like people into this? Are you guys into this? No. Step I don't have any no. sisters. <laughs> well, you, you have a brother. Step brother. You have a brother. Right? <laughs> well, Did you my ever? secret's out. <laughs> you fucked your brother, right? Who hasn't? <laughs> what am I, rude? <laughs> How much of this do I have to cut? None. This all, this all stays in. This is gold. <laughs> um, so yeah, he Luc- definitely wants to have sex with his sister. Yes. <laughs> Which is not something that really happened in uh, the real Lucilla. She no. was married. She was. She was also so was a communist. Yeah, she was a conspirator. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. Here's, the, here's how the story goes. This is the real story. She had a box at the Coliseum. <laughs> and I don't What's in the box? What's in the box? She had like a fucking <laughs> private box at the Coliseum. And Commodus gave it to his wife. And it pissed her oh, the fuck he? off. You gave away my season tickets. Yes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Season tickets. And she was so mad that she started, because he had been pissing off the senators for a while now. She went to the Senate and got them to fucking form a conspiracy to try and have him killed. 
and it failed because the guy who tried to kill him yelled out like, ah, I'm going to get you right before <laughs> he tried to stab Commodus and the Praetorians had time to cut him down. But I'm this is kind of like the turning point in his reign where he became a paranoid fuck. And he, he ended up exiling her and then having her murdered. I mm. guess when someone tries to kill you, that's going to change your perspective on events. Sure, sure. You know? Especially with your own sister. And, like, <laughs> that guy is no John Wilkes Booth. No. JWB knew to, you know, he shouted his thing and got the job done. Yeah, six Semper Tyrannus. Yeah. So, like, Brian, if I, like, gave away your devil season tickets when they were actually good, mm-hmm. would you want to murder me? When was that? It's no point <laughs> when I had fucking season tickets. <laughs> I gave away my devil season tickets this fucking year. I, I, I left my rep the most nasty fucking thing I've ever wrote really? to like another human being. Yeah. I'm so Should fed up. get into this? Yeah, no. sure. I'm so, I'm so fed up with the fucking devils, dude. I wrote my season ticket oh, rep. Are they bad this year? They're horrible. And like they've been selling me a false good bill of goods for five years. I'm not even asking for a playoff team. I'm asking for a competitive team mm-hmm. to watch, like a team that not will not lose seven one every fucking time I oh, go. Seven one? It's every night is a fucking blowout, dude. Wow, it, who it, even hears of a hockey game with seven goals or something? It, the only one that I could think of was when we went to yeah. Rangers versus Devils, and they the Devils, Devils won, won like nine eight. Nine eight. It was insane. Crazy. It was the best hockey game I've ever been to. Yeah, that was when they were good. Yeah. Since I've had tickets, I'm a fucking black cloud over this team and their shit. <laughs> but my my yeah, well, why did you get mad at the rep? It wasn't him so much. It was like so he took out his frustration. I, with this I poor did guy. not. I did not know my rep would read the email. So they sent out a cancellation thing, and they. There's like a button Why are you canceling So I click it And they're like Right while you're canceling And I wrote This fucking diatribe (laughs) That was like Bashing every single Fucking thing It was like I left like I took a shit on the floor As I left the room Practically Like I I was like I'm sick of watching The equivalent of Prison rape every night On the ice (laughs) Like I wrote shit And I honestly Didn't think anybody Would read it And I got a call You were were secretly hoping That this would get to someone And they like Put it somewhere I wanted to be That's hanging up In someone's office That's I, I wanted <laughs> I wanted someone up high to read it, but I feel like when you fill out these things, no one actually reads them. Mm-hmm. I got a call from my rep the next day, and he's like, um, "You okay?" <laughs> and, and I knew he canceled. He's like, uh, "Brian, so do you really uh, you really feel like the team should relocate?" <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, I'm so fucking angry and disenfranchised that if they moved, it would put me out of my misery at this point. It's gonna be great when that reaches some higher up and like they fix what the, what the, has been happening, all the problems. They can't fix, and they're it. gonna be like a great team in like two months. What well, Brian doesn't know is that everyone in the organization now, when they do changes and they like make decisions, they all go, "We're doing this for Brian." Yeah, <laughs> this is for Brian. And like like at, in the locker room, like before they go on the ice, they go for Brian. They just, they well, take now. <laughs> that I don't have season tickets, it is almost a guarantee that next year they're, they're going to be amazing. one of the best teams to make the playoffs. There is not a doubt in my mind the Devils are making the playoffs next year because I don't have season tickets. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so she's Commodus got rid of her season tickets. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And then exiled yeah. her to some shitty island in the Mediterranean. And after, like, people forgot about her, he just had her killed. So, okay. she has done one so he pretended like it was an act of mercy and then did her in. Right. So Marcus Aurelius had ended the games, as we know. Digimon Hansu, we're introduced to him a bit Digimon, more. Digimon, Digimon Hansu, Digimon Hansu champion. <laughs> uh, Maximus is sleep creeping on uh, Lucius. No, not, Max, not Maximus. Not Maximus, I'm sorry, Commodus. Commodus is sneaking around and looking at his nephew. So some people think that Commodus is a pedophile for doing this. 
I don't take it that much. He is known for doing shit like that, like fucking, like having weird, crazy orgies. And he had he had his gay lover like run the the empire for a little while. Really? While he just did debaucherous shit. Really? Commodus had a gay lover. He had multiple. He had like he was fucking everyone and everything. What a gay Chad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Chad Commodus. Now, are we talking about him being, like, <clears throat> having pedophile tendencies in the movie or in real life? In the movie, like, some people think they that think he's, that. like, a pedophile preying on I, Lucius. I, I, I don't I think always, so. I always saw it as him debating about killing him every time because he's his heir, he, and he wants to get rid of him. I thought it was a threat thing to right. yeah. Lucille. That was, that was my Lucilla. read of it. I keep calling her Lucy. <laughs> well, he then uses him. He uses him as leverage. To Baba Lou, Commodus, where? Uh, oh God. <laughs> um, so I was trying to think of one myself. Yeah. You just pulled it off. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, she's making the grapes, stepping on him, fighting with uh, some slave. Speed it up, oh. <laughs> um, so we get a historical remake in a historical remake. Yes, we do. We get the historical of Zamba. inception. Scipio versus the Carthaginians. Mm-hmm. Scipio? Scipio Africanus. His name is Scipio. That is the Roman general at the Battle of Zama, yes. So there's General Scippy? Yeah. <laughs> it's just Why are you it's so such happy like, about it's like such a weird nickname, like Scippy. It's, not, it's his real name. It's the Scippy Eye. That's his family. They're one of the major, you know, aristocratic families of Rome. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so unlike in history, uh, this time the Carthaginians won. win, yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. And where is Carthage exactly? Carthage is modern-day Tunisia. Okay. Um, North Africa. So the Carthaginians are black? No, they were a Phoenician. Carthage was a Phoenician colony. Okay. Which is like modern. Phoenicia was like modern-day Israel. Kind of like Arabic. Area. Not so much Arab, like Medi- they look like Italians. Okay. Um, and then they they had colonies all over the Mediterranean. When Phoenicia fell, Carthage was still around, and it became bigger than all the other. The co- the colony outgrew the home base, much like the United States. I mean, we just skipped over a yeah. lot in the film. Did we? Yeah, I guess the we Battle did. Battle of Carthage. This is. Yeah, it's that that when they have it's the chariots. It's the first time you you're in the Colosseum. It's the first time they're in Rome. Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. This yeah, is, this is like a massive people, scene. When he when they arrive in Rome, people like they know Maximus already. Yeah, he's I hate famous. that. I hate well, that. The, I he guess was, the word the has spread right. about what word. This? <laughs> so okay, <laughs> this is the one thing why why we mentioned before that certain gladiators were like celebrities. Mm-hmm. This guy in the province. Just killed like six or seven guys right. by himself. He's famous now, and he's about to fight in the Coliseum. And I think probably some people have figured out who he is. He's the general, right? Yeah. They know he. They know he is. So, like, I guess that story has gotten to Rome. Well, there's also a gladiator who says, "I fought with you at Ben of Honor." Yeah, right. yeah, they know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's known. He gets there. And he kind of commands the gladiators as he would his army. Right, and, and they they, win. they respect him. They, they respect love him. him. Yeah. They win. And this is the scene that we want to talk about because this is one of the silly things. <laughs> yeah. And this is why I didn't want to skip over this. Okay. The crossbow. The automatic crossbow. The automatic crossbow. <laughs> the four-shot crossbow. <laughs> it would rotate. Where he's just making this barrel. <laughs> now, if you look at it, it's just, it's four crossbows like glued together. Yeah. And you just twist it and you, right. you shoot each one It seems one like separately. it's something that could exist. It could exist. And right. I think it did. Really? I think it did. Not the four shot. The four shot's ridiculous. Nothing exists. <laughs> but they had a double one with uh-huh. two 
sections yeah. of a bow. So you pull back two things, pull one trigger, it shoots one, pull the trigger, put the other. Right. But it wasn't like, it wasn't parallel to each other. It, I mean, it wasn't a, a section. It was parallel. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's possible, especially around this time. This is towards, like you said, the army was changing, engineering was changing. It's definitely possible that could have existed. I guess, yeah. It's it's a it's a if it is a fictional weapon, it's a fictional weapon that is based on some sort of realism. Right. It's not out of the realm possibility. Definitely. Right. Which did, I loved. Did you I find it? it? I see. I loved you it. Some screenshot. <laughs> I loved it so much. Okay. <laughs> I wrote nice helmet. He has, a, <laughs> he has a wonderful helmet, right? This is the one uh, with like it's got some spikes on it. Wait, right? yeah, he's like yeah. my name is Gladiator. That is the best helmet in the movie. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's awesome looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this may be my favorite scene. Like yeah. just this, this whole fight it's is amazing. so fucking cool. It's amazing. There are some goofs here. No tigers. Mm-hmm. Is this the one with the tigers? No, no, that's, that's later. Enough later. So uh, there's some goofs here. If you goofs. look, you will see a gas tank on the back of a chariot that falls over. There's also a woman fighting. Yes, there is a seems, woman. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that happened. Unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. The only way I could have seen that happened is if it was like a cannon fodder situation and they're just throwing someone to, you know, get it, brutalized. If that was going to happen, yeah. I guess in the gladiator pit is where it would happen you know yes. this is also a crazy time in the empire especially like nobody likes story. the WNBA they don't want to see them <laughs> in the fucking coliseum either <laughs> you know it's not a crowd pleaser <laughs> well this, this is the uh, this is a crazy time in the in the empire you know who knows Brian's laughing. <laughs> I really enjoyed that joke. <laughs> that tickled my sports fan. <laughs> um, so I have a question. Why are you always a Caesar? Why am I always L- Not Caesar? you personally, but like when you're a king, it's like you're the new Caesar. Like because Rome is everything. Rome is is the like you mean in the medieval period. But they just Kaiser. Like, they call him the Caesar. Yeah, like well, that's, that's like saying king. Caesar is is the title. Like yeah. it, he it's like was so great that we are all trying to live up to Julius Caesar. So it'd be like if we just called every president the Washington. It's also like Augustus, you know, Octavia going back to the, the late Republic. Caesar was murdered, and then Octavian took his name as his adopted son and used that for everything. And he the way you know what I actually wanted to bring this up. This is kind of the the. Right, the reign of Commodus is when the Senate is finally put to bed. Like the way Augustus transformed the Republic into an empire is kind of by appropriating all the different government offices and putting them on himself. But he still portrayed himself as the first citizen. He's not the king, he's not the emperor, but he's the first citizen among the rest of the people. And the Senate still has their say in things. Now, over time, that authority that they had would be eroded and eroded and eroded and Commodus is the guy who finally turns around and says enough of that bullshit the senate is useless they're a men's club I don't care what they have to say about anything I'm the real authority I'm the state you guys are fucked and we see that in the scene I think we passed I think we skipped over it yeah we, where we he kind of just abuses them he's sitting mm-hmm. in the in the in the room with them and they're trying to tell him stuff and he's like fuck you so is he the first true like dictator yeah he's like the first one where it's all the pretension is gone the curtain like mask is off i'm in charge okay you know and everyone going forward is kind of where Rome, the, the Roman emperors are less this citizen hero and more a banana republic dictator. Okay. You know? 
And Caesar is just it's it's just a title. A, it it has yeah. become a title. Okay, because that was, has always been a little confusing to me. And going forward, when like you have uh, czars and kaisers, and like it, it, this, the title still is Holy Roman Emperor. It's all people trying to capture the prestige that Rome holds. Mm-hmm. You know, because we look at that as the the peak of civil in the West anyway. As like this is civilization, and this is authority, and this is what I'm trying to portray myself as. Okay. As an emperor. So um, then we get to uh, the fight. The battles happen. The chariot body is cut in half, and it's gnarly. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Then, obviously, the battle ends. They win. Uh, Russell Crowe delivers the awesome speech. Uh, Father to a murderer. Oh, yes. My name is Gladiator. He wants to meet him. Well, he comes down. He comes down because he wants wants to meet him and see who he is. Right. And that's when it's like, oh, crap. He's alive. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love the way the Praetorians kind of surround him. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, you, you're not doing shit, yep. else you're dead. But then the crowd's like, no, you got to let him live. Yes. And he's trying to he's trying to win the hearts and minds of the people. Mm-hmm. And that's he has no choice. And that puts him in a horrible predicament. Right. He should have just killed him there, realistically. But Commodus is, uh, we, we skipped over this, too. Like, the whole, his whole thing is he had 150 days of games in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that is all just to introduce himself to mm-hmm. the public. The yeah. public now, they, he wants them to love him. Yeah. The whole point of this is so that they like. Him. I brought the games yes. back. I brought the NFL back. Right. And the yes. Senate knows love that. Me. And if the, he pisses them off, it's bad for his reign mm-hmm. going forward. So the Senate knew it too. They they say it's the mm-hmm. blood of the Colise- It's the sands of the Coliseum. That's mm-hmm. how you win the hearts and minds of the people. Right. They're a mob. So after this, uh, we see them. Uh, they're playing like a game with cobras that's very jackass style, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Try uh, not to get stung by the cobras. The, sli- the the gladiators are tossing like these beads to try to get past this cobra and it's like trying to buy it's such a quick scene (laughs) I don't know like I wouldn't even brought it up because it's just it's like a two second thing and they're going oh 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 and the the cobra's trying to bite them and it's it's really like jackass and they're laughing about it they're laughing and it's like we might die and like (laughs) silly Um, the poison joke is very good poison joke so with the food when Russell Crowe gets the food and the and Hagen stops him, mm. and he takes the food and he eats yes, it and pretends to, yeah. to choke. Yes, and then he and they then laugh. Of course, he has an amazing line, Juby. Uh, what's his line? He says, "You have a great name. You have to kill your name before he kills you." What is his name? That's strong Maximus. Oh, oh, big. Yeah, he's like because now he's known. Mm-hmm. The, like all of Rome knows Maximus now, right? And it's like that's a good name. You got to kind of. He's telling him to stop being so in the open about this right. and take care of business. So Joaquin is being like Vince McMahon, like us. <laughs> like he's like he's setting like he's um, very showmany. He's showmany. Like he's put in yeah. a Spaniard. He has an ass kissing man. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> but like so, I'll take a dollar porn swap. <laughs> <laughs> so Russell Crowe is fighting um, the big guy in the uh, the cage, like the undefeated former oh, champ. Oh yeah, they brought back the gall. But he keeps bringing out new stipulations to try to fuck Russell Crowe, and it's very Vince McMahon WWE. <laughs> <laughs> like suddenly there's tigers around and shit <laughs> which those are real tigers yeah 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 and like they were really unchained and like that must have been terrifying oh film. Ridley Scott you maniac <laughs> and also this is a he little just thing care. <laughs> um, the guy he's fighting is in Mallrats he is you know the security guard that they fight that's him that's LaForce yes huh. the, the chocolate covered pretzel guy no, chocolate covered pretzel guy is Michael Roker. He's the guy with the hat who's oh, chasing yeah, him yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
That's the guy Russell Crowe is mm-hmm. fighting in that scene. Oh, Who okay. has probably a better helmet than anyone else in the film at He's this point. He's got the face helmet. He, he has the face that's being eaten by a lion. Yes. It's so cool. That it's, is cool. It has, and it has tears coming that down. That is cool. It's like, oh, <laughs> He's a scary that's man. so badass. Also, no peripheral vision. No, no, no. Very reminiscent of, again, I'm going to bring up Rome again because it's the best show ever. Um, the scene where Varinus is in the arena and he has to fight that giant guy. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. That was cool. <laughs> so Russell Crowe spares him. So uh, cool. Maximus spares him. He does not kill against Mr. Will. Kill against the will of the emperor yes. and the people. Yes. And then Joaquin Just come- because. Just to stand up against... Him. If he would have said, like, yeah, yeah, he would let him live, he would have dropped that ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to defy them whatever they said, yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. He was like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. He was straight raging against, raging against them. <laughs> it's not mercy. It's spite. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure the dude on the bottom did not mind. And, and can we talk about... The one guy who was the same guy who was in the province, who was in the Coliseum, that when everything gets quiet, he just yells. Yes. <laughs> he's he's throughout the whole yeah. That guy feels great. He he's goes home at that night, tells his wife, you know what I fucking did yeah. today. <laughs> Maximus! 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 And everyone's just like, ah! <laughs> it's like getting a slow then, clap yeah. going. In it's like province, starting the wave yeah, at a baseball yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> in the province, he goes, Spaniard! Spaniard! Never so yeah. chanting <laughs> but it's the same voice. It's the same guy. He's his biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a Spaniard fan. He has like a Maximus tattoo on his back and shit. Do you remember when we used to go see Porcupine Tree a lot? Yeah, Porcupine Tree is a, a band that we love. <laughs> One of our favorite bands. Whenever they would play, I would go and I'd scream. Whenever it got quiet, I'd just scream up the down. Which is yes. one of their songs that of I the love. They never played it, and I always thought because we saw them a lot. We saw them like ten times, and I saw them in different parts of the world. We went to France and saw <laughs> them, and I would just scream. I would get up close and I'd scream at it. He had to hear me, yeah. and I'd just be like, "This guy knows me." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine that's how that guy felt. Oh, and yeah. then eventually they played it, it was and I the, was like, "It's because of me." It was. <laughs> I I actually agree with you that it was because of you, and it was the last show they did in the New York area. Yes, it is. And I am convinced they did that just for you. Because, like, this guy has it. been coming, like, yeah. seeing us a for decade. years. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> we just saw them. Let's give him the song. <laughs> we saw them in New York, a, like, a week or two before we went to France. Mm-hmm. And you yelled, Steve, I came from New York. Up the down. <laughs> <laughs> you, there is no way in his brain he had to be like, is this guy for real? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we get the speech from Russell Crowe where yeah. Joaquin, well, Joaquin Phoenix is like, your wife moans like a whore and like yes. all this shit as they ravaged her yeah. again mm-hmm. and again again uh, we get some coup talks between um, Lucilla and uh, yes yeah they'd start the, the senator guy mm-hmm. yes I didn't catch his name in the movie I wonder if it's the same dude who like in real life who, who did conspire with her I don't believe it is <sighs> okay well <laughs> at, this, <laughs> at this point the the plot is kind of ramping up Right. Yeah, we're hurtling towards the end. Yeah, they're trying to get. They got Proximo involved. They got the slaves involved. Everyone is now involved. The whole movie from this point on is like Commodus trying to fix it so that he dies, Mm -hmm. so that Maximus dies in a way that's not. And Maximus just keeps fighting. Like that's it. Like that's that's what happens, and then it all ramps up to when he gets in the ring with him. Like it spirals to the final scene. They have this little plot where he's going to be bought. Oh, is, is he? Is, how are they going to free him? Uh, just remind me. Who? who? 
Maximus. Because the, the the coup the plot so was the, yeah. he was going to meet up with his army at Ostia, which is the port. His his follower, I forgot his name. The actor's uh, name is Tommy Flanagan. The guy um, with the scar on his mouth. Yes. Yeah. Who's in? Isn't he also in Braveheart? I think he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. I claim the right of a husband. Yes. <laughs> so um, he's playing a character named Cicero. Cicero. Yes. yes right. Correct. Named yeah. after the order. Well, they're yes. trying to get a coup going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, they, so they want they want to get Maximus to his army and march on the city. Cicero plants a couple of horses for him to get back to the where the army is camped, mm-hmm. and Commodus finds out about this through the little shit nephew. Oh, he mouths off, right? He doesn't mouth off. He's playing with swords. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, what, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm a gladiator. He's like, you're a gladiator? You don't want to be a legionnaire? He's like, no, Maximus, the savior of Rome. And he's like, who the fuck said that? <laughs> and he was like, my mom. And he's just like, you mother... What? <laughs> I'm a busy bee this year. Now I gotta, yeah, now I gotta fucking try to kill this kid. Like, oh. and then he, then you see the the true evil of Commodus. Like, oh, he's he, had it. He's had it, and he's he holds the kid hostage to rape his mother, who is his sister at this. Like, yeah, to have a an heir of pure blood to reign for a thousand years. Was would the you say it's implied that he did rape her? It it was not implied that he raped her yet. He was going to, mm-hmm. but he wants to kill Maximus first because that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sister is the reward after killing Maximus. Exactly. After a long, exactly. hard day's work. Yeah. So he, he kills Maximus while she kid. watches and then goes and rapes her. That's his plan. That's mm-hmm. his plan, yeah. Obviously, the coup fails. Mm-hmm. Crow gets captured. Oh, they, yeah, they uh, they stomp it out and they, he, they storm like the... They kill the Cicero. Pri- I guess it's like the Colosseum... Where they keep the gladiators and like they fight off a bunch it's of Proximo's uh, land. Right, yeah. that's what yeah. they storm. And Proximo gets killed. Proximo gets killed. Which actually, that scene when he says "shadows and dust," if you pay attention, I, I, I remember it vi- a little hazy, but it's not the same scene where he's standing in that room. It's a cut from a different scene because he died at that time. Right. Yeah, he died while they were making the movie. Yeah. You could see the facial replacement you if it, you look yeah. closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they use CGI graphics to replace his face on other actors. This is right around the same time they replaced Livio on The Sopranos, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing that, where they yeah. just show the back of her head for yeah. a couple of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they, I'll say Gladiator did it way better. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's. I I think it still holds up. Truthfully, I I think when you're watching it, There's you don't realize no, it's at CG. no point in this movie do you just does it feel like it's very dated. It, no. it even though it is 22 years old, it also moves very yeah. quickly. Yes, yes, it's a fast. Movie. So anyway, let's wrap this up. I uh, he Joaquin Phoenix comes down, goes smile for me now, brother. He stabs Stab Russell Crowe. Yeah, they fight. Russell Crowe ends up killing him. But dying from there's his a, wounds. There's a great moment. So they're in the arena and they're surrounded by the Praetorians, and he kind of orders them to kill him. No, he says, "Give me a sword." Right, and Quintus makes that decision. He's like, "Nope." She and once swords. that's done, there's no way out of this for Commodus. For either of them, because or Maximus. He, if Commodus is allowed to leave the arena at that point, everyone dies. Yes. So no one is going to let that happen. Nope. But he also can't let Maximus leave. Mm-hmm. He's like, honor has to be fulfilled here. Right. Honor's getting fulfilled, and I'm killing both these assholes because I'm done with this. That's what Quintus decides. Right. So they fight. Obviously, Russell Crowe ends up winning. Mm-hmm. The day is saved. And all the slaves are freed. And all the slaves are freed. Digimon Hansu, like, picks up the dust, like, 
kind of thanking he, no, him. No, he buries um he buries his the, prayer. Yes, like I, I guess a trinket thing, wooden carved things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and he yeah, buries yeah. them in his in his blood and uh, says, "Yeah, now we are free, and I'll see you in the next life." Mm-hmm. And then it ends and. Probably top ten movies of all time, if, yep. if not top five. So um, <laughs> how, let's talk about how Comet has really died. How he really died. He was mm-hmm. strangled in the bath by his wrestling partner. By Narcissus. a wrestling partner, yes. yes. Yeah, it would be a wrestler. So if you were going to be strangled to death by a wrestler, who Again, would you want? This is all a, a conspiracy with the Senate and like people. Real wrestler like, or like WWE? I'm WWF. thinking. I'm thinking like a WWF wrestler is Kane. like strangling you. Kane. Kane. I want Kane to take me out. You <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know wrestling. He was like, I know his horn He was a big so guy who was like <laughs> he wanted to be the Undertaker but couldn't, so they gave him a mask and he wore like flame suits. He's now the mayor of like Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why is it so many wrestlers would go into politics? I guess they're you're a showman they're already. Yeah. You know? yeah, they're they're yeah. used to lying. So you want to be strangled to death by Hornswoggle? Yeah. Not like The Rock or like no, Stone horn, Cold? I want Hornswoggle. So you want a midget wrestler? Yes, to- an Irish one. <laughs> <laughs> so a leprechaun strangles you to death. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. he from the 90s? Yeah, he's from yeah, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I would pick um, like like Hulk Hogan, you know? Like. So you want a racist? <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. I can't have a racist killing me. Right. No, no, you can't do that. Uh, the Rock. Everyone likes The Rock, right? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's a celebrity. He was a wrestler. He's he is the highest paid male celebrity on earth. Is he really? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know Who's that. Who's number two? I, I couldn't tell you, no, but I would assume you number like, one right out of your I ass. Would assume you that one right off the bat. Who cares about no, second place? Nobody cares about Texas. I thought place. you had the top ten list. <laughs> he, <laughs> no, has I it, didn't. he has it memorized. Like as he's sleeping at night, he's like Rock Johnson, Rock. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> he's just memorizing. You them. know, it's probably one of them or like Johnny Depp, something like that. They're actually making a well. There's two things about a sequel to this. One, <laughs> Nick Cave was originally going to make a sequel to this. Nick Cave, of Nick, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. <laughs> yes. No way. Yes. Oh, uh, real quick, Dead Can Dance. Soundtrack killer, <laughs> host of the Seraphim, amazing. <laughs> Did you know that? What Dead Can Dance the soundtrack? I had no clue. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I do like that, the soundtrack that a lot. Whole, it's incredible. That's that's Dead Can Dance. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> so Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, he wanted to do a Gladiator two, and this was his concept. Maximus gets reincarnated. Oh God. <laughs> into different warriors throughout time fighting in different historical events. This has nothing to do with gladiators. No, so it's like Russell Crowe wakes up and he's like he was Maximus and now he's like in Nam. And then he what? dies. Yeah, and then he dies and goes to like, you know, <laughs> World War Two and like he fights in different conflicts throughout the ages. That sounds like the plot of this podcast. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But that was the original uh, Gladiator 2, and now they are actually uh, starting production on a Gladiator 2. Ridley Scott is back, and there's no other details. How old is he? Ridley Scott? He's got to be almost I mean, 80. how could you so really get made? How could you, no, yeah. it's, it's in the... Pro- it, this is happening, like, right now. How so can you they, make a second one? So it, he do? died. Well, they'd have to go historically. Is it like the Matrix? It's going to have none of the same characters. they got to have the Year of the Five Emperors, which is coming up. Yeah, this is the start of almost the year of the five emperors. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like Spartacus Blood in the Sand. You ever see that? That was that show on Showtime. That was a show. It was just crap. Yeah, it was was very 300 influence. I hated 300. It's going to be that. It's going to be that. 
You didn't like 300, the original? I hate it. Was it just too many abs for you? It's too comic booky and way like, too much oil. I went and I would, thought I was going to see like a historical epic and it ended up being like a Schlock. Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just too many abs, right? I do love 300 Spartans from the 60s, though. That's a great movie. Okay. So, anybody have any final thoughts they want to say on Gladiator? It's not my favorite movie ever. Like you said, as a top 10. I, I don't think it's a top I'm 10. I put it on top me. five, bro. <laughs> but it is great. It's always a fun watch, and I have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah, I I, I made my my thoughts clear there. I holds up today hold, till this day. It holds up. I love this movie. Always have. Always will. Uh, one of my favorites. Perennial, you know, viewing whenever I get the chance to see it. Mm-hmm. Glad I got to revisit on this podcast with you guys. So let's wrap up. You want to plug anything, guys? No. You know we don't want anyone to know who we are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I feel like it's weird if I don't we ask pl- and then I just start we should, plugging. We should plug. Um, we should make a Facebook or something. We're, yeah, we're yeah, gonna we have plug ourselves. We're gonna have an email address. Um, I need to set that up. Yeah, we'll 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 make a page and you can follow the show. How yeah. about that? That'd be great. What's oh, going on? For, uh, yeah, for oh, yeah, that. let's thank we the Tell Steve thank Dave guys. Yes, yeah. uh, thanks to uh, Tell Steve Dave. We are uh, live from the, uh, well, we're not live, but we are recording at the General Store. Thanks to the generosity of uh, Walt Flanagan. Probably should have opened with that. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> oh, you know what? That's the, I like that. We should end every episode with a nice thank you for the fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So thanks to Walt, Tell Steve Dave, get him for hooking us up. Uh, I'm Brian Rupert. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Rupert. That's with two. Peas. Uh, you could follow me on Letterboxd, uh, which is what I recommend. That's the social media I use the most, where I review every single movie I watch and every movie for this show. I rank them in a nice little list uh, so you could see what I liked most and least. And that's really it for this episode of the show. Thank you all for tuning in if you made it this far. Thanks for and uh, we'll see you next time uh, when we're back with uh, the Charlton Heston classic, Cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>